Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Loaded Balls. Unfortunately tonight, uh, Sammy can't be with us, but we are uh, pleased and honoured to be with Ronan McCartan, up-and-coming coach in Down Football. Ronan, pleasure to have you here. Faggy, thanks very much. Pleasure to be here. Good, good, good. Uh, your knowledge of uh, Down Football second and on, Ronan, so I'm expecting big things off you tonight now. Oh, absolutely. It can't be any worse than you, please. Holy <laughs> <laughs> joke. You make it something, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I can I can add to this well-articulated and, and knowledgeable podcast. <laughs> yeah, loads of planning and all that goes into it. <laughs> so. the, the first protocol that we're going to do is the Division 4 and Division 3. Now, we haven't um, gone into Division 4 because, Frank, honestly, we don't really uh, have an in-depth knowledge um, of the players and you know, the movers and shakers down there, but, um, you know, it seems to be St. Paul's and Dundrum are, are leading the way in this division. Yeah, so um, St. Paul's have been training. If you follow St. Paul's at all on social media, like the, they are doing a big PR to sort of try and galvanise the club a bit. Um, but they're putting in serious effort, and you, you can see them there. They're, they're doing, like, double sessions. They're in strength and conditioning most nights, and then they're, they're training on the pitch afterwards. So, it's good to see clubs like that because obviously they have a massive pick on their age and probably they always seem to wear off but they, they are started well there now. They've, they're top of the league now. They've played a game more than Dundrum but yeah. um, I would still fancy Dundrum to be the strongest team in that league. Uh, Dundrum, obviously four wins from four but they're, they're level on points for St Paul's to play the game more. Mm-hmm. Um, Dundrum, they were relegated from Division 3, was that right, last year? Yeah, so Dundrum would have been... Um, they, they had a lot of players missing at the start of last year and um, the chairman at the time, Mark, Mark Fitzsimmons, they they done serious work in that club to try and galvanise it and, and keep it. They, they had a terrible start, but they'd done very well to get players back and, and they finished just outside the relegation spot or just inside the relegation spot last year. They, mm-hmm. they nearly stayed up, but the aim was always to try and get footballers back who'd maybe left and uh, Cormac Benny again came in last year, him and Coughlin, uh, Marty Coughlin came in. So, and they seem to have sort of took on from that this year. I know Ryan McShane there from the time of the Down Ladies. Yeah. Ryan's a super, super coach and the players will buy into that and obviously they've seen the buy into it and Mark Fitzsimmons again, he, he's with them. So he was with their, their ladies for a couple of years and done brilliant work. Their ladies mm-hmm. won the, the junior last year. So like, they've got a good team in there and all them sort of more experienced fellas are back like Cormac Venney and like Walsh is still playing away there you know, in the middle mm-hmm. of the field and he's Mm-hmm. Like he's, a, he's a good footballer he's worth three or four points a game at, at any level never mind a Division 4 um, Who do you think will be challenging uh, these teams uh, I know Smitty Karen Smith with, with Bright now Yes um, They actually got a player in from New Patrick uh, Owen McAvoy's very talented footballer Yeah It's just Owen uh, if he gets the head right and, and you know sorts uh Starts applying himself to the training more, you know. Really, is you know he's, he's a Division One footballer. So yeah. like with McManaman up front, you know it's you know Bright could maybe force we challenge here. Well, they Bright, if you remember, a couple of years ago got to the, the county final, like, and, and funny it was Dundrum that beat them that year. Um, but but Bright have got good young footballers. They're probably just trying to get them young fo- footballers to come through to to senior level. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you say, they've got a good man in there now and. 
if things go right, the, the world challenge that that was a massive result. St Paul's pulled off down in Bright, um, yeah, never a place easy place to go at any age in, in East Down. So, like that was a big result that they came away came away with there. And like Auckland's to Finn are always going well. Like Auckland's to Finn again, Dundrum had their full of it against Auckland's to Finn, only coming up with three points against them. So, like them teams will be there thereabouts. Like it's, it's, it's a very very competitive league. Um, yeah, it's what happened with Glass again, a team that was in Division Three last year, um, John Morgan and and McGarry in there, like they're very experienced men, and mm-hmm. they'll know they'll know football as well. So I think it'll be a very interesting league this year, and it'll, it'll probably only strengthen with a couple of teams going down from Division Three again next year. Yeah, and it seems to be like you know, I know it's eleven teams, but these ten, um, the way they're restructuring the leagues and all that, there there doesn't seem to be much in the teams anymore, like. You know, there's no one really, um, you know, the only ones really that are that are suffering this year. You know, as we move into Division Three, is Cross Drummond. You know, and Jim Galf got a big win down there again, and that's you know, it's a sign of things that are happening in Glass Drummond, really. Well, Glass Drummond, listen, I know, I know we obviously we've been joined up with him in Valley Martin for years now in the Arogan. Like the the work that Gary McGreevy and the likes have been doing in that club and. Ken Burns, like it's phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? And they, they are a small rural mm-hmm. club, like like most of the clubs in Moore now. But mm-hmm. it, it is just difficult. Do you know what I mean? They haven't had players maybe coming through for a, a lot of years now. There's there's a couple of good young miners coming through at, at underage there, which they'll just need to try and bring through and keep everything together. It's, it's going to be a tough tough ask for them because again, with three teams coming down from Division Two last year, Division Three has has gone up in quality big time. Yeah, and yet. Yeah, the likes of from Gaff and Atty Call just a year stronger with the with the young players. It's it is a very difficult league now. I know uh, Shay Kern I think walked walked away on on Friday or left them, so they'll probably try and get an inside man in now and, and get galvanise a bit. Um, but it is just not looking good at the minute. But so hopefully, yeah, yeah, you don't want to see that either. You know that happening, especially you know around the Mourne area. You know with the pride tradition that it has. And you know, hopefully they can get their their house in order, and um, as you say, galvanise and everyone put the shoulder to the wheel and you know start picking up even even performances. Maybe going to be you know a start. Yeah, well, I don't know much about them. No, I know like again, obviously, just with they they fall in with the nights that we're playing as well. But um, yeah. I know Bally Martin. I think beat them at the start of the year, not a call, but they were close enough games for the first sort of 30, 40 minutes until maybe the other two teams pulled away. And I haven't heard much, but. Like three points isn't isn't a big score as you as you know, mm-hmm. and, and Glass Drummond used to be a, a, an awful place to go and play. Like, mm-hmm. but Connor Harson, Connor Harson's as good a forward club footballer as as Ulster on his day. So, mm-hmm. like he he would have been worth for years there nine or ten or one eight one one nine mm-hmm. scores every week. So, like, you take that out of any team, they're gonna gonna fear it as well. And the league leaders you just mentioned Bally Martin. They had a great win against Bally Martin. That was top of the table clash, really, and it sort of cements Anna Clone's challenge now. Kim Brannigan doing marvelous work down there. He is, yeah. Kim obviously came in last year, and you, you can see it. And um, I was at the Bally Martin Shamrocks game, and you, you could see him at that game as well. So he, he definitely is doing everything he can to to make sure that Anna Clone returns. He's, he's leaving no stone unturned. Um, but like by Bally Martin, by by all accounts, were were well in that game. Um, I was talking to Jim, and um, Jim was saying like he says that they were slightly wasteful maybe in the first half, and then Anna Clone got a grip of them towards the end of the first half, and maybe sort of pulled away at the, the second half. But 
but Bally Martin are, are missing serious players, and the sooner they get them boys back, the better. Because Bally Martin potentially on paper are as good a team in, in Division Two, but unfortunately, just for one reason or another, boys haven't been about, or boys are injured for the last eighteen months, and it's it's been very unfortunate for Jim because he's brilliant ideas, and he's, for me, we've been with him last year like a of a lot of time for him. He he deserves obviously to get a bit of success there and hopefully he does like this early in the year as well. So they've still got all the teams to play and I said if they get them players back, young Owen Collins and um Cahill Doyle's out had a couple of twins there um at the start of the year and hopefully if they can get them boys back for the summer. There's still a lot of football to be played in Bally Martin and the, what the is good is it, is it injuries or a combination of injuries boys away working or boys are left apart. The, the injuries they just seem to have really unfortunate. There's a couple of boys Working away, and then there's the boys that are injured. Young Ross Conningham there still got a bit of a, a niggling back injury, and Ross Conningham and Owen Collins, as I said before, is are as good a footballers in the, in the top couple of divisions. Like Owen Collins for me is is as good a footballer in Morn, but he's just had real shock and bad injury in the last eighteen months with a shoulder injury, and he, he came back. He probably rushed himself to, to play for Ballymorton back early last year, and he wasn't properly healed, and he had to get the proper operation this year, so. They're hoping he'd be back for the summer, but I said to you, like, I would think Owen Collins is, is as good a footballer. He's definitely as good a footballer in Division 3 or 2. And mm-hmm. the sooner Bally Martin get them players back, the better. And I said, they can add Cahill Doyle into that, um, along with the likes that have already come in, playing well there, like Aidan Dorn and James Dorn, Mark Whelan, Pete Despadrick, Big John Caldwell. I like that some serious Division 1 footballers there. It's just... Yeah, it's, never, really, yeah, it's Bally Martin, you know, they weren't uh, our division one too long ago, like so. You know they've got the experience there. It's just as you say, the numbers game now. Like, just trying to get them, everybody back in the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, listen, by Martin, the year up the division one, they, they won every game in division two the year before, and they were like they were two wins away for or two points away from staying up in division one that year. Um, mm-hmm. and again, it's just unfortunately as you t- see teams sometimes they come down one division, they'll, they'll maybe drop a game before us to. Yeah. To regroup again, but there's a couple of good young fellas coming through in the club as well. So Paul Quinn and Connor Connig and Rory Quinn and the likes of that. So hopefully they can sort of add a bit more this year as well, get them back up. Yeah, that's that's good for Bally Martin. At least it's not all you know, doom and gloom for them. Whenever you know you've got boys coming through as well, and hopefully well, I know Jim it was Anna Clone. Anna Clone beat them, but it's still only their first defeat of the year. Do you know what I mean? So there's no point in yeah. just hitting panics. Yeah, and Jim, Jim's smart enough; he'll not be. Hitting panic mm-hmm. stations either, but it just means they're they probably are playing catch up a bit at the minute. But yeah. Shamrocks are um, a good team there. I wouldn't be ruling Shamrocks out. Shamrocks and I said they have a big game now, Drumgaff and Bally Martin this week because Drumgaff notoriously down the years whenever we played we're, we're always a bogey team for for Bally Martin and I went to see them against Clannabana a couple of weeks ago and Drumgaff was as impressive as I seen in, in Division Three this year. Young Shay Byrne and, and Shay McConville up front they're or lightning, lightning quick. Shea Burns, Shea Burns a very good footballer coming through as well. A young fella, he's played minors and he probably could have been under 20 pounds as well, but for maybe work commitments. But mm-hmm. he's a talented footballer. You give him a bit of room, he'll, he'll score, he'll put up big scores as well. And uh, Jackie's with from Gathersharon, is that right? Jackie, yeah, and sure, everybody knows what Jackie is. Jackie's a, a diehard club man, like he's. Um, he's a gentleman off the field, but he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't just be the same on it, but. Um, a lot of time for Jackie, but you, you know rightly that the clubs, them boys are going out and, and putting their shoulder to the wheel and they're, they're playing their hearts out for him. And, and that's, you get a good club man like that and you get him in charge, 
players buy into that very quickly, and Drumgaff really mm. seemed to have done that this year. And what about what about Shamrocks? Who's the who's the the main players for Shamrocks? Do you feel this year? You know, obviously they've had uh, great success getting the the minor finals under sixteens, but then it just sort of they don't seem to convert it into senior level. And you know, what age group is is you know the mainstay this year? They've got they they are very young now. Again, you got the likes of of Hart and um, Malin, um, young Jack Malin's uh, coming through as well, and yeah. He's a good footballer. He's maybe 21, 22 now, Jack Mallon. And mm. like he's a, he's a good midfielder. If if he's allowed to play football, he he'll he'll punish teams. Um he's got a young abroad coming through now in the next couple of years as well. So Shamrock's minor team this year is, is actually very good. So they'll be hoping in the next couple of years to keep improving at senior level and, and bring a lot of them boys through. Um and is it Martin, Martin Rapperty with over Shamrock's this year? I think it's his second yeah. year. Yeah, he was his first year last year. And again, they saw only pip them to go up. So, um, Shamrocks are, are very close, and again, from watching the, the Bally Martin game, they were, they were dead and buried twice in the game. Bally Martin should have had them beat, and they came back. And uh, by all accounts, I heard they'd done the same up in Attic Hall as well. So, there's again maybe a serious steal there that they're, they're, they're developing, and that's probably always been mm. a criticism of maybe Shamrocks down the years whenever it's put up to them that they didn't keep going. But that can't be said now from what I've seen this year, anyway. Very good, uh, and you know. Down needs a, a strong Shamrocks team, you know, especially coming out of Newry with, with Mitchell's just underage, you know, struggling and Mitchell's struggling in Division 4. So hopefully Shamrocks, you know, can can be, be that leading light for Newry, you know? Absolutely, you know. So they, they have got a couple of good young ones coming through now. And I said, this minor team, we're interested to see how many of them in the next two or three years can, can develop. Because as you say, they're possibly a sleeping giant as such if, if they can yeah. get enough players into it. The... Sort of mid table clash at the weekend, Ronnie was um Ali Call against Dramara and Dramara went down to Ali Call and won. Um you know, Dramara again, I think Jamara just lacked that wee bit of self belief. If they get their act together, you know, I think they definitely could could trouble, you know, the, the top teams here. Dramara now um are coming up from Serious youth going through that club, do you know what I mean? And they have got a lot of representation now in development squads and minor squads, and like they have got a lot of youth, as you said, and maybe a bit more belief. But maybe that'll come with it. now. They haven't won a lot of games in Division Three before, so this year now mm-hmm. they're they're picking up more wins than they are losses. So that'll only encourage them young fellas. And you, you know yourself, you get a good young talented football team with a bit of confidence. They're they're a different animal. So, um, like Bally Martin, I think had them beat last last week. Um, by three or four points, and one of the young fellas got badly hurt. Now the game had to be abandoned, so that'll probably need to be replayed. But to go to Ali Call, as, as you know, you you've been there as as manager there. Like it's not an easy place to go at all. And no, definitely not. to come away for a, a so-called young team, maybe inexperienced. Ali Call's very young as well. Like there's there's a lot of good footballers in Ali Call coming through, and I'm sort of surprised. I I thought they might have been one of the main teams up there, and they probably just lost a couple of games, maybe that. Paddy Hardy and Sean Connolly wouldn't have liked to have, have lost at this stage. Like, are they still like, is Marty Trainer's hamstring still stuck together? Paul, shoulder, groin, knee, you know, are they still being wheeled out every week? Or? They're still there. But Paul Trainer's playing, apparently, playing great football. Um, He's he's in serious shape. He was at the t- end of last year, and I think that's continued at the start of this year. Um, mm-hmm. I know that like, the young fellas coming through, you know, you know, young Ryan Sloan and, and Dan Sloan. Um, 
young dance looms are super couplers as squeak you know and and uh, Dan was too young whenever I was there but Ryan has all the ability in the world again if he just had that self belief and you know there's not too many can mark him. Yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, the 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 other brother Aiden now is, is developing a very strong footballer as well. So, yeah. like I I do not believe they're they're far away. They've they've a couple of great young minor teams coming through as well recently. Um, the likes of Ryan Conigan, Mason McCullough, John Pospodrick, a lot of them young fellas I had with under twenty ones last year. We put a morn team in, and they're they're very good footballers. They just as you say, a bit more experience. But I I thought maybe this year would have done them, but. I see Paddy has played a lot more of them in this year that maybe didn't get a chance mm-hmm. last year. So, um, they they they're they're some good footballers, but that was a big result for Dramar going up to Hartley Cole because it's it's never an easy place to matter what level they're playing at. To no one's going to win with two points. Yeah, and Marty and Paul, you know their experience as well, not only on the pitch but even you know advising the boys, you know what way to to train and and. To look after themselves, like you know, the two great lads, two great club lads, you know, yeah, as yeah. well. Absolutely, absolutely. No, they're good. Like Ali Cole, one thing you say about Ali Cole, they're, they're club men to the backbone. Do you know what I mean? Nobody mm-hmm. ever leaves the club, they, they stay there and they, they battle for everything. So they always have done through the years. So you wouldn't expect any young fella to come through that would have any sort of different mentality. But young fellas are older men like that, and Shane Fitzpatrick and we Dan Sloan, as you remember, um, through the years, they always would have been good talkers around that. Right, that team. Uh, you need the, you need that experience too. Whenever you know, as you say, they're trying to blood these young fellas in. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last match running, and, and I suppose it's, it's you know it's Clannabana against Bosco. Clannabana have just fallen off the the scale here. With you know something's not right. Um, they're only scoring three points there against Bosco, um, and that would have hurt them this week. Yeah. Um. I was talking to a mate of mine from, from Clannabana. He just said, unfortunately, they're missing a few boys at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. I do believe Mal McGee is, is away. I, I think he's going down south this year. So um, he's a massive loss for them. He's, he's been their best player for maybe the last eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, Mal McGee's a very good footballer. Um, obviously, maybe Liam Devlin might have been away. I think that was a start week. So he's yep. still county. That would have been a start week. Another big loss. You know, they're two big losses. And they're... There's good footballers in, in Clannabana. Sohan just hasn't clicked from them yet. I, I'm a bit surprised because, again, coming down from Division 3, they, they walked Division 3 two years ago with themselves and, and Tolly Lish. They were the two best teams in it two years ago. So um, I was sort of half expecting them to, to push again the same sort of way. But it, and I know they're bring, trying to bring through a couple of younger fellas, but I said, yeah, I went to watch that game against Trungaff and, and Trungaff really did rip them apart that second half. Um, is the hangover from you know obviously they came down from Division 2 last year would that be right they did uh, they come straight down obviously mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately uh, they were one year in Division 2 and as you said we sort of touched on it there in other clubs like if you, if you get into maybe a habit and maybe just mindsets aren't right starting off each year it's it's not too hard to um, fall down a couple of leagues because as you said there like if the leagues at 10 and 11 now or 11 now and coming to 10 Teams will see like Saclanabana as as one of the big fish now coming down from Division Two mm-hmm. and, and raise their game for it. Um, yeah. and I think I think Stevie Stevie Poacher said last week like if if you're not up for a game on a Friday night you're you're gonna be caught caught cold and maybe that's maybe yeah. happened to them a couple of times. Dawson and Strava a couple of uh, 
times whenever we got relegated from Division One, you know, you were going to the likes of no disrespect them, but you're going to the likes of uh Bambridge, small tight pitch, or you're going to Dar Cross and then we're going to carried off, you know. You love your pitch um, sizes, but <laughs> <laughs> not me, that's someone. The turn the turn <laughs> we're like, you know, because we weren't we weren't mentally prepared for them games. You know, that's it was as simple as that. You could tell in the warm up boys just weren't switched on, oh we'll get through this, whatever's driver. You know, and maybe that is, you know, a mindset when you do get relegated in the, you know, the reward division. No, I would, I would agree that hundred percent. It is real, but I think what happened that Rochelle, you just wouldn't pass the ball. You got the ball at number eleven. You just didn't part. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think it's a valid point. I think, um, if you do, if you do, if you're not up for a game on a Friday night, you you do leave yourself. There for a shock, and again, if you're one of the big teams coming down, teams will always be rising for you. So it is more, even more of an emphasis on that. Um, yeah. But I think, I think, I do think now, just with with three going down, I, I probably do fancy Clannabana to get out of it. Maybe just not the start sure, that yeah, they want, but I think maybe the spring of the, or the start of the summer though, maybe start turning results around. If, if there is boys out, maybe get them boys back again. So what way does that work then? When the bottom two go down, and then the third and fourth bottom have a playoff, is that right? No, I believe it's the bottoms. Immediately down, um, right, and then second and third from bottom will we'll play off, um, right. So again, that's why the, I would fancy them possibly to, to get out of that. Drummond S and Tyconnor are our two teams in the round there, maybe just struggling for results at the minute. So I, I would say possibly at this stage it'll be between the, the, them three and like Glass mm-hmm. Drummond probably with that thinking if they can get maybe an inside man in, they'll potentially maybe try and think and get themselves enough points to get into the playoff and then. As I said, with the likes of Connor Harrison and, and Shane Harrison as well, as another great club, great club footballer as well, when he's not with a soccer, so that Glass Drummond could still pull players back too. So all's not lost at the minute. So it's uh, intriguing times at Division Three. As we move on to Division Two. <laughs> Ronan, uh, I suppose we'll start off with your own result. These are um, a home defeat by Breda. Uh, was that Breda's fourth win on, on the bounce? Yeah, fourth win in a row. So that, that's them up to eight, eight points now. They, they lost their first three and then they've, they've won four, one after an hour. So um, no draws yet. But the, it wasn't a great game of, of football as, as such. Like We made a lot of mistakes and it, it wasn't a, a great game for, from our point of view, probably. From our point of view, the less said about it, the better. But it was um, a couple of things we're just trying to address. And probably what we've touched on already, like if you're not up for a game, and especially in Division 2, you're you're going to get caught. Um, and we were beat, we were beat by seven or eight points. The result was probably never in doubt from about maybe the 15th, 20th minute. We never really got close to Breda. And you were missing a couple of county players. Would that be right? Yeah, we were missing Pierce, Lavery and Kieran Harney. Um Kieran unfortunately has been injured since the start of the year and hasn't kicked the ball for us yet. Um we're we're hoping now to get him back this week cuz Kieran's a, a super club man first and foremost, but he's a he's a really good footballer and he he'll, he'll bring the boys on like seeing him straight line out on Friday night will will maybe give an extra couple of percent out of the rest of the boys and that's really what we're sort of hoping for at this stage. And how good is Pierce Ronan? 
is you know I've seen him playing a couple of times. Very athletic, strong player, and you know I know he had a trial over in Australia there at the start of the year. He did, yeah. I not say too much about Pierre because his head gets any bigger. He'll not be a fit to get him in the canal or in the Newry on Sunday. Pally Tally might need him. He, um, no, he's a really, really good lad. Really, really level-headed as well. He, um, he works very hard on his just to maximise every attribute he has. And he probably for me, he'd be as as good a maybe sort of person role model to look up to from a young fella looking to get onto a county squad because he's. He's been a minor, he's been an under-20, as you say, he's had trials with Aussie rules, so he's on their radar, and he's, he's started this year very well in the National League, he's, he's got three or four starts for himself, and he started the Challenge game last Friday night uh, against Galway, so there's a very good po- possibility that he'll maybe start against Armagh on Sunday. And, you know, that's bodes well for yourself whenever he comes back to the club as well, and you know, brings out a wee bit of experience and know-how back. Yeah, very good. He, he, again, he's played a couple of games now for us. Um, two good results we did have against St John's and, and Glen. He, he got a couple of goals against Glen, which which wouldn't be something that he'd be renowned for getting goals. But we're we're trying to get that in him because, like his um, athletic ability is second to none. And so if we can just get him maybe on the on the right side of our attacks, um, he can definitely cause a lot of lot of trouble. Um, and as something I think he's probably why he's sort of set for. Um, Paddy Talley's maybe style of play because he is an explosive player and he can break from deep and um, there's something there maybe like the likes of Caelan Mooney he's, he'd be just maybe just not as quick as Caelan but he's the same sort of player as, as such mm-hmm. and what about me I'll meet Tony how's he keeping is he what kind of manager is he Tony is he um, animated on the sideline is he you know deep in thought or or is he uh, as happy as usual He's happy, so you know, Donny's he's a happy man. I'll have to give him a shout out, or he'll, he'll not speak to me for the rest of the week. Um, no, I'd listen. Donny would be a, one of my best mates. He'd probably be my best mate. Like he, he brought me in till till coaching at senior level. Like he, he took a chance on me. So, like I, I've nothing but positive things to say about him. But his, his man, his man management for me is is maybe what sets him apart from just even other managers that I've maybe known in my time, and just a couple of managers I've come across. Like the players would. Because through a brick wall for him, like he's he's done a, a serious amount of things. Like, um, like his own child was was born last year in the championship, and instead of bringing the child home, he he went to the set the championship game against Shamrocks and Bally Martin. Like that, that just shows you how much he puts into that club. Like, um, he would get he'd get a bit animated now, but he only wants the best for the club. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, he's very easy to work with. Um. And he said, hopefully, he gets the results he wants because he is very knowledgeable as well. He knows what he wants. Probably what works for us is just that we both sort of think football should be played the same way, and that's maybe why we go on along the sideline, not too many rows. <laughs> and I suppose that's a, that's a good thing. Whenever you know your your manager and coach are of the same pages, you know, because you've seen it before and fallout not there between, you know. But I've been involved where managers and coaches definitely don't get it along and you know, it feeds into the players like uh, players can pick up on it, yeah. Players can pick up on it even though you have a word each other, you know what I mean? You'll always sort of have a fallout, but if you have a word each other, subs or somebody can pick it up and filter it into yeah. the team. So mm-hmm. as you say, you need to be singing from the same hymn hem- sheet, especially when you're you're up against it. Um in the league, like I said, we're probably everybody's favourites to get relegated at the minute and probably from the start of the year too. So 
you need you need everybody bought in and, and going the same same direction. Yeah, and you know I, I, the result that you didn't want, I suppose this year uh, this week was Tolish winning against Savo. Yeah, Tolish has had a slow start, but um, Aki and I probably been listening to you for a couple of weeks there. Maybe you, um, we're saying maybe they're not going well, but. Like they probably just if they've had, they've come up against the top four or five teams in the league, so mm-hmm. like they're probably looking at targeting now. Eamon Morgan will probably be targeting these next three or four games as as points where he can pick up. And yeah, my man's done a super job with Tully Lesh if, if you think about it, um, because he took them when they got relegated, he brought them straight up and took them to the championship quarter final last year. Stayed up last year when maybe they were everybody's favourites along with Clannabanna to get relegated. So, mm-hmm. um. But they've good players there. Like Gareth Johnson, for me, last year was as good a player we come up against in Division 2 um, in middle of the field. And then you've got the likes of Owen Donnelly, who'd be Niles Younger Brawers, a very strong uh, runner from deep. And I think he's playing in around middle of the field this year. And then you've always had John McRevey will get scores, three or four points a game. And then you've just got workers like Jimmy O'Hare and Joey Dermott and Chris McGee at full back. Look, they're, they're good footballers in Tully Lish. And I think probably... Just from knowing them, they have a couple of me minors maybe this year that might sort of add in a bit more youth into the team so, as well. You think we've done totally to the service then? If I, if I say, if I, but we can only go on the results, you know, that that we've seen. Oh, no, I, I, from the outside looking in, maybe things weren't. But I, I, just for myself, I was always very cautious. Like, I wouldn't be, I would never wrote them off. I wouldn't write off any team in Division 2, but I, I think maybe they'll be a lot closer to the teams, maybe, as I said now, depending on how the next maybe three weeks goes for them or four weeks they'll. They'll be probably targeting a run of results, but you seen the night again, uh, St John's beating Glen. Like anything can happen in that league. It's a, yeah, it's a serious league. So St John's obviously had a terrible week there with the passing of young Shavami Khan. So delighted for the club actually to get that because I wouldn't wish that on any any family. So they're McCanns are a great family. So thoughts with them at this time, but that was a big result for for St John's as well. And I'd say maybe somewhere. Down the line, maybe Siobhan's looking down on them. Maybe she'll enjoy that victory, hopefully. Yeah, well, it's a great result. They were getting beat at half time as well, weren't they? So they were getting beat, yeah, beat by three, I think it was 6 3 at half time. So they come back 12 12 8, so they're a good second half. Well, hopefully, St John's now, you know, that that's what they needed, that will start catapulting them up the league. And, um, you know, they do, they do play uh, carried off next. You know, yeah, so... that would be a big one. So probably that, like, like Ian Cardiff might be missing a few, but um, St John's have got a couple of really good footballers, a couple of Gilmore's, or a young fella Gilmore now, I'm not sure of his first name, but he caused us awful trouble in Saul in the first short 25 minutes. He'd be speedy corner forward and be Danny McKay's back as well. So he's just got a couple of bodies maybe they didn't have last year. So I would say Francie Poland and, and Marty would probably be looking to Maybe push for a, I would say that would be championships maybe high on their agenda and again they'll they'll be hoping themselves to pick up a few results now to get themselves out of that bottom four as well. The uh, I was at the the Enraked win against Cardiff now Cardiff um, we're missing five I do believe you know and, and for any team to be asked to play a game of football missing five players I think it's a disgrace to tell you the truth you know I this, uh, heard. DJ Morgan was running through. The, he was looking for a ban parade in Kilkeel, so the match had to be abandoned. He was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, but listen, but do you not think? He, do you not think? Do you not think that's ridiculous? You know what happened to me last year with the Patrick? We had 
like four seniors and two under twenties. Like there should be something put in place that if you, like you're getting punished for representing and pushing players to, to represent your county. Oh, I know. No, I do. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'd be very close with DJ um, a lot of time for him. He's a super manager, but he's been dealt a, a raw, raw deal there. Like, as you say, a, a different if they had had five boys from the start, but three of them boys only come up in the last couple of weeks to the county panel. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, like they, they were planning maybe their whole season and as everybody has, has been well documented how good a start they had. And then to lose three of them boys additional and I believe there's an R boy called up this week the goalkeeper so it might just be carried off lines out on Sunday it might not even be down Jeez, DJ be called up himself by <laughs> DJ will not be happy <laughs> DJ will not be happy but sir he's, he's well for, for, um, but no they're I said it's a, it's a big ask for them now to um, keep that going and keep that maybe sort of keep the ball rolling like they had because then Obviously, one one defeat now. They'll not want to fall it into two good teams. Don't lose two in a row, so he'll not be looking well, to, to lose on Friday night. Like, and Rick, and Rick just stuck in there the whole match. You know, uh, they scored a goal, and I always think whenever you, you know you're the goalkeeper and you've just conceded a goal, put your boot through it, put it the other side of the pitch and regroup. But to try to play it short, and you know, the kingdom scored another goal straight after it, and from. Carried off, went on to, they were then getting beat by two, which was, they never recovered from that. Yeah, I, I hear just bits and pieces about the game, but again, on rate, they're starting to get a few boys back now that they didn't have at the start of the year, so they're starting to look like a different proposition, maybe. Um, Paul Allen's returned there, and uh, Connor Clark didn't play against us a few weeks ago, see him back, and he, he's yeah. in the under-20 panel as well, so they're two, two good footballers, do you know what I mean, to, to add mm. into any team, so... Probably timing just went well for them. Hit carried off at a good time at home, as you say. They stuck in and then got their chance and they didn't look back on it. But that'll be a big two points for them too, especially going into that match on Friday night. The uh, you know it's it's just unreal. They only look dangerous, you know, with um, Beckham Doyle going into full forward. Tell you the truth, you know they were sort of. They were trying and trying to, to get it to the full four line, but it just wasn't working out. Yeah. Um. But when you know Declan, he, he runs about. He's either in a midfield, half forward, full forward. But I think they just need a presence in that full four line. You know, to to take them to that next level because they're yeah. calling out like calling battle away. You know, steady the ship. Um. As you said, you know they had Connor uh, Clark back. They had Paul Allen. Um. We should he's Run about man marking jobs first class corner by um, yeah yeah um, you know the goalkeeper Where was Declan Morgan Declan Morgan middle of the field still was he yeah, or yeah he was he was middle of the park and then you know he sort of alternated with with Declan Doyle um Aye. Rona McLean still you know in the half forward line um but it was uh, Stephen Dorn the goalkeeper isn't it for the kingdom Stephen I Stephen's yeah. very good I think he got a couple of points didn't he. Come on, he scored the last point in the last second to win it. Ah, he's a good, he's a great keeper, that boy, and he's uh he's very good from set pieces as well. Um, yeah. but I uh, he would be a good, he'd be, he's good on the ball. He's actually a good keeper. He is a good young keeper. I suppose he's probably picked up a great bit from Brandon last couple of years as well. So he's um no, I heard he got a couple of good scores off them, but they're all good footballers. You name there, Faggy. Do you know what I mean? There's there wasn't a bad footballer oh, you yeah. name there and. Like they, they are a good on their day if they can get everybody fit. 
said Dick and Dick O'Reilly and is, is doing a great job there. You talk about club men again trying to galvanise people. Do you know what I mean? There's no bigger, bigger kingdom man than Dick O'Reilly in his day. So, um, no, you can see that you know the, the boys, um, the management team driving the boys on. Like they were under pressure. Like Joe McFlynn up top gave them all sorts of problem. Like you yeah. know, really did. Um, whenever it tied off, where direct ball in, you know, he was, you know, the Paul Allen was on him, Jonah Rourke was on him, and then you know they were trying to alternate him. Yeah. Um, but I just felt kind of the the left, they were playing a sweeper whenever like and Rick weren't really, you know, using the full four line. If that sweeper had to come out, you know, they could have could have stopped this play, the running game that and Rick were trying to do because and Rick's strength is their half forward and midfield. Yeah, oh, they're very big and around there, yeah. So it's you know like DJ and Connor Neil and Paddy Dog will have to go back now and reassess you know where where they're uh, suppose missing the five boys. What way do they go now? Do they soak up the pressure first, see what way teams are, and then try and hit them? But yeah, well, you would hope maybe again. I know I think it's only the top twenty five being starred this week, so you would they'll be hoping probably that a couple of them boys will be back in. This right, week. okay. Um, so that'll probably free up. You would hope, like you say, even get maybe Ronan Beatty or, or McGonagall back in there. Like again, that really strengthens their their forward line. Um, by all accounts, James Guinness is, is possibly close to getting game time on Sunday, so I wouldn't think he'll be released. Um, yeah. but again, as I said, uh, talked about DJ before. Like, I, I'm with him with the 15s there, and he's really impressed me. I, I I didn't know much about him in the last the last year and. Like he he'll leave not not on the chance till he'll be wanting to get promotion this year. I, w- I would say and he'll, he'll do everything as as powers to to make sure they bounce back on Friday night. I'll say. Yeah, well, they've got another helping hand because Derek Cross um, defeated the Stone. I know Stone were missing um, Connor Poland and Michael Ireland. Yeah. Um, you know, two players that were just stand out the times I've seen them. Like, so you know, this lot young. Longstone team always said going down to Dark Cross, not too many went down there. No, you've said it in the last few weeks as well. Like Dark Cross, Dark Cross are as experienced Division Two team probably in the last mm-hmm. maybe ten years. They've, they've never really made that push, unfortunately for them. But their Division Two, they can never be doubted. Um, like the likes of Matty Hardy and Marcus from Skelly. Marcus is super forward. Do you know what I mean? And, Caused a lot of troubles, and you like some Mark McMahon, and, and Shane Murray wasn't playing, but like the likes of him and Ryan there, and Oshie McCombie was there. I think he he started full forward now. I, I would assume he probably came out a wee bit. Um, mm-hmm. he usually does play in around sort of deep line midfielder, but they're they're a big strong team, and again, Longstone against us were, were very young as well, so maybe just maybe an eye opener for some of them. But as you say, Michael Ireland and, and Connor Poland are. That's the spine. That's their eleven and fourteen. That's yeah. the spine of their forward line. Yad and Mark Poland from last year. So big, big losses and, and Ambrose. So they have definitely got a young team coming through, and they're all Longstone always develop good young footballers. So I think they'll be still maybe top two or three comfortably enough. Yeah, and it is the transition, and, and I suppose it is trying to get these young fellas game time, and you know, progressing them game by game, or you know. Month by month, yeah. Well, they, they, I think they played there. Uh, um, they finished their league out last year, I, I, I believe, with um, 
a lot of their under twenty ones, and then their under twenty ones obviously give the the under twenty one a good rattle as well. So mm-hmm. they they have got good young players like Finn McIlroy for me was he was probably yeah. the difference against us last last week. He he made three blocks right in front of the fourteen, like and they were absolutely super. Um, he's just, he's established himself now at the county. He's a vice captain this year for under twenties as well. He's he's a strong strong young fella. Um, and the likes of Matthew Conningham and uh, Garth from Dole and. The, uh, even young Garth Spodrick and Darren Spodrick there, they've, they've got a good young, lot of good young footballers. And Ryan Kelly must have shot five or six points against us as well. So Kelly's still doing it. Kelly's been a great, great, great club footballer for the last fifteen years. Michael Hughes, is Michael Hughes still coming back, or is he? Uh, he just come. He only come on a sub against Leighton when I seen him. I played no part against us at all, so he was there. But um, I don't know if he was injured or, or what it was. I wasn't talking to him, but he. Uh, he he would he'll definitely be there. I would say whenever the push comes to shove, the Stone will probably be looking. Um, maybe get a championship. Yeah, good good go with the senior championship too. They'll maybe trying to get a shock in there. So, um, I'd say them boys come at the end of the summer will will definitely be playing a big part. Um, I suppose we'll we'll move on to Division One. Everyone, the there's only four games because obviously the the Bally Holland and the Patrick game, um. Was void as such because of the the suspensions that were laid out last year. Um, You're not allowed so to talk we, about that, are you? Have to ask my lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I didn't talk about Stevie. And, uh, I'll just give it a miss. The uh, getting on great last week. I was, was wondering, was anything happening that match at all? <laughs> well, half the sure it's all about the, the greater good. Um, we had a narrow win over over Mayerbridge, and you don't just know what way this division one's going at all. Like, there's just nothing between the teams. Well, the, the top teams anyway. Yeah, um, I was at the Kilku Burn game there last last mm-hmm. week. Kilku were were brilliant now, but I tell you, they were very very wasteful. But see the the power of their running and their support play was was a joy to watch. Like, it's the sort of football I like, and they were. They're brilliant now, and they've a lot of young fellas. I know they're they're changing their team about a bit each week, um, uh-huh. but they are absolutely flying, flying fit and sharpness as well. They just they missed a couple of chances, but like from all accounts, I, I heard that game was was just back and forth. It was a real good game of football on, on Friday night in Metbridge. Um, from even listening to yourself a couple of times, are, are playing very similar as well. They're they're pressing high and they're they're working hard. So. Two two good two teams full of good footballers. Yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I'll go to that Kilku um one point game. I think this year or this week, either that or Clonduff against the Bridge. I'm I'm torn between which which one to go to, but I wouldn't mind seeing Kilku again just to see you know how they're progressing, especially without the the county players. Yeah, um, but you know the point will be short a few as well. Uh, the point of good went over Lock and Island. You know, I thought. This could be a wee bit of a speculator because Lock and Island like to play a more counter-attacking team. Uh, one point struggle a bit, but uh, you know, as we said, if they're they're patient and you know they break them lines, then you know the point are, are as good a team as any in that first division. Yeah, one point have been very good now since Namalene's come in there. He's, he's done a brilliant job. You know, he's he's really established them as maybe the top three or four in in the top three or four of the league. So, and they're a very 
even down through the years, are always hard to beat at home. So they, they play good football, as you say. They, they play attacking football. I was sort of surprised at that result because I did think it would maybe be harder to break down Loughan Island, especially yeah. if some of the results Loughan Island are performing. But they are a good team. Um, and with the, the young footballers to have there, the, you know what I mean? They probably would have been missing Ram McLean as well. So that was a big result for um, one point on, on Friday night. And the Restrever match, Rony, the, the big Casuan, the Casuan for me are, are in a wee bit of trouble here because uh, the bottom two teams, Ballyhoon and Patrick, that's the result they were wanting. And yeah. you know, they're going to be in as well. And they're going to be on their on their tails. Casuan are going to feel them two teams bending down their necks. Uh, Restrever beat them comfortably. I, I do believe Casuan got a man sent off. So I don't think the result was ever in doubt. You know, from all accounts, Strever, you know, need to push on whenever the opportunity arises because, you know, you're not going to get that opportunity to, to really stamp out a game. Yeah, no, it probably would have been, a, as you say, a result that there are a couple of teams around and would have been looking for. Um, I talked to my nephew there, Rossa, just a couple of weeks ago about Caswell and he just said that the mm-hmm. result against RGU, but he's obviously... A, Touching that already, he says they were just atrocious um, in that game. But they, they're they funny, like they're, they're missing a couple. Obviously, young McKibben and, and uh, Dornan are missing at the minute, so like, yeah. that's probably their full four line. It was their full four line in the championship last year. Um, mm-hmm. Gareth McKibben's a, is a, is a good young footballer. He, he was he really impressed me last year in the championship in Uri. He was, he was as good a forward as I've seen last year in, mm-hmm. in Uri over the championship a couple of weekends. So, um, he'd be a big loss for them, but as you say, they were in trouble last year too, and they got out of it. Um, you have two less games this year as well. Remember they were the last team, so they'll probably just want to try and get get results as, as quickly as possible and, and get themselves a bit of form. Like, and and don't even know these players, you know, very very well, and like he knows what they're capable of. Like you can't just go from losing the league two years ago. As you say, they're just not getting the players out in the pitch that they need to. Yeah, they've a couple of injuries, and again, obviously, like I know everybody's missing. You, everybody's missing players at this time of the year. But you, yeah. you take big players out of the team, it does, it does affect how other players perform as well around them. Um, but like Bubba and and Cauliflower would be would be two big misses for for the town. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but at the end of the end of the year, listen, no matter what division it is, the, the league tables don't lie. The, the worst team will get relegated. The best teams will, will win the league. It's always been the way. So it, it evens itself out as a, as a rule. Um, you'll always have a freak year where maybe one team has a lot of injuries. Um, but they, Caswell, as you said, Dorney, Dorney will know them all. He'll, he'll know what he's got coming back. He'll, he'll know what to expect and who can do what. So he'll, he'll hopefully be trying to get a result in the next couple of weeks that sort of maybe turns your season a bit and gets a bit more consistency into it. And the last game, Clondoff against Burn, uh, a great game of football by all accounts, Rona. Yeah, so so, so I believe. Um, obviously, Patrick Conaghan there would be in with them. Um, and I was giving him a bit of abuse after the Kilku game. Um, <laughs> but he... He did say, obviously, they, they, they started very slow burn, uh, as in their preparation. They're, they're obviously trying to target a championship again. Um, so they're probably starting to pick up a bit more fitness and a bit more sharpness. There are a couple of boys starting to come back in as well. So um, Clondoff obviously had started very well in the league under their new management. Um, a lot of boys were playing well, but 
maybe if you take the couple of the county boys out of Clonduff and Burn maybe starting to get a little bit sharper in their, their preparation as well, and that, that result maybe wouldn't be that big a shock. But mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of football in, in both them teams come the summer, I think. And you know, with Clonduff, uh, apparently they haven't been playing that well, but there's they were picking up the points, you know, and I suppose whenever you're like that, you know, it is good that you're picking up points and not playing well because you can only go one way then, you know, whenever everything starts clicking. Yeah, no, this is it. And but you, you know yourself that the, the footballers in Clondoff are, are probably near the best in the county. They just for some reason they've never seen to just in the last sort of 10, 15 years get a real sort of togetherness just to push on for that championship because the likes of, of Lively and, and O'Higgins and, and the Cars, like Aiden Cars apparently playing super stuff at centre half four this year as well. Um, Paul Lively at centre half back's a, a super player and. O'Hagan's said Darn's probably the best defender in the county. Um so they do have good players and maybe if the system's set up to suit them all at the one time, maybe this could be the year they, they bring it all together, but they probably you take Darn O'Hagan out of any team it's gonna make a massive, massive dent in it. Yep. Um, I just want to go through the, the, the next week's matches, Ronnie, just a, a couple of them, just the, the importance of it. Yeah. Um, Division one, obviously, you know, I think this one, RGU versus Burn, um, I know it's a start game, but, you know, Dan Patrick need to start winning now because they're going to leave it too late. Like, I, I think I was working it out to have to win, have to win uh, five games at least to get into that. Um, five or six games to get into that, you know, playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you say, the, the couple of things that happened last week with no game with Bally Holland, and um, that's an opportunity lost for points. And then obviously with um, Castlewell and losing, that's an opportunity now that they have to take. Um, then them couple of games, they'll, they'll they'll probably really need to pick up points after those missed games, if if that makes sense, because yeah. whenever they Technically, if they lose, they've lost two weeks in a row if they, if they don't get them. So, mm-hmm. um, but by obviously with Damien Turley and that coming back, and you'll know the boys as well. A couple of boys are returning. Probably things John Rafferty's probably hoping he will start to pick up a couple of results. And probably when it, whenever you do get the likes of the Burns and Kilkoos, you, you do want to get them. Never a good time to play them, but you do want to get them whenever the county boys are away. Evens it up slightly. Yeah, but as you said, Burn they've played a young team anyway, so it wouldn't really affect the way they're playing. Well, that, was, that, that is true. Well, don't know her would be the only one I would think he, yeah. he's their main score getter. So, um, you take him out of a team again against Kilcoo, he was the only one really looked like scoring against Kilcoo. So, um, if RGU set up and maybe sort of press on Burn, I think maybe we could give them a better chance to win the game. Yeah, because the Castlewell are playing Ballyhone this week, so. You know, it's going to be that them two matches for me are going to be you know, make or break a season, I think. Yeah, that, the, that early, nobody's relegated or, or wins a league in, in week eight of the season, but that Castlewell and Bally Holding game is real four pointer at this early stage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you'd be looking, both teams will be looking for a win. Like that Bally Holding team are starting to maybe click in a bit, a bit. um. 
and I said there is good footballers coming through in Ballyhoran and, and that minor team played great football last year in the in the championship. So I think they'll probably give them the first seven or eight games to maybe adapt to it. They can start really surprising a few teams in the second half of the league. Morning, who do you think? Well, putting you on the spot now, but who do you think's the bottom four? Who's who's you know in danger of um you know just being involved in this relegation? I don't know who you get relegated now, but I, I would yeah. I would probably yeah. think Restrever, that was a big result for Restrever the over the overnight. Um Brainsford are picking up some super results as well, um, which probably keeping them clear of at the minute. Um you you would have to just uh, just with the law of averages, you'd maybe have to look at RGU and, and Bally Holland as probably gonna be in the bottom bottom three or four. Um so the Castle yeah. Island can start picking up results to maybe get themselves out of it, but at the minute, and maybe just going by last year as well, they'll they'll probably be doing well to get in the round mid table. Um, and I think it'll probably I, I think Lachlan Island will get enough points. I would say it'll probably be one between Brownsford or Strever who who potentially join join that. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody not like to hear that now. No, that's why I come <laughs> on the week he's off. <laughs> You'll have sleepless nights. <laughs> the um, and obviously then, you know the the. Clondoff and Mayor Bridge are playing uh, local derby, of course, and Kilcoon one point. So, um, and the last game, Lock and and Bransford. So, like you know, you couldn't you couldn't call that who's going to win them games. No, they're very very close. Like, Clondoff and Bridge obviously is a big local derby there as well. So, them two teams will be looking to, to pick up two points just to just to get themselves caught adrift of, of anything that's going to happen yeah. in the bottom. Like Clondoff will. Maybe have played their their strongest team, Burn last week. They'll play on our team now, and uh, Bridge this week. So they'll, they'll not want to lose two games to, to the top three uh, in two weeks. They'll they'll want to set their stall out. Now I say that they could potentially win that game. Um, Kilcoo would fancy to to beat the point. And so Lachlan Island, Lachlan Island's never an easy place to to go to. Like even whenever they're they're not playing well. So the fact that Jody's got them playing well, I I, I think they could potentially beat Brainsford. Um, the way that they play and set up doesn't suit Brainsford as, as much as maybe a, a bigger open pitch where they, they can sort of play a bit of football. I've um, always been good footballers in Brainsford and I guess Lachlan Island can maybe... The only thing the only thing going for Brainsford in this game is that it's away from home because <laughs> that's where they've got all their points. That's funny, yeah, it is. And probably, as I say, you, you're, me talking about them maybe struggling in Lachlan Island and maybe go down and get two points. But on, on paper, you would think that... <laughs> Maybe just the way they set up too, Lachlan Island could, could be stronger. But again, if mm-hmm. like Restrever with no game this week, if, if Brains were to lose, Restrever will be, be trying to get that mid-table spot and it could just bring Brains for a bit closer, depending on how, how the other results go. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Division 2, Ronnie, and you know, yourselves against Tullish. Um, as you said, maybe we've done Tullish to the service with... with you know, seeing them bottom of the league and, and not getting the results, but um, as you said, you're not you haven't you're not getting relegated this early, but you know, it's it's a two point gain here over over a rival, uh, home banker. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, we uh, we we went to the toilet a couple of years ago and they gave us a, a hiding. Um, it was the biggest the biggest defeat we took in Division Three a couple of years ago. So, and I said I lost last year with my Bally Martin too. So we, I know it's no, but they've got the new big open pitch there. So, um, it looks fantastic. Going by my Facebook there, so I'm looking forward to actually getting the team onto it. Um, credit to the club to get get something like that. But, 
the I know it'll be a very, very difficult game. We're under no illusions. We're never going to go into a game this year as, as favourites, no matter how well we're playing. So we're always going to have to be up for it and, and Friday's going to be no different. And there's a more derby happening, Longstone versus Enraith. If throw the form book out the window because this one just, it's going to be who wants it more, really. Aye, absolutely. And that, that would be a big derby. Like uh, I said, I'm here hoping our game gets called off on Friday night. <laughs> we're going to see it because... No, they're 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 good games. Do you know what I mean? I, I would always be a big one for for like the rivalry and and more. Young fellas all get on, but when, whenever they put them jerseys on, there's a serious rivalry. And I I do believe that more derbies are are probably the fiercest of 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 most. I've seen a, a lot of other ones like Kilku Burn. I know had a bit of rivalry in the past, but um, like Bally Martin Longstone and Longstone Andrake and Andrake and Ali and Glass Roman that they're fierce battles. So. Friday will be absolutely no different. That'll be uh, it's in the stone, so I would I would probably give the stone the the advantage, um, just because of the surroundings. But Michael Ireland's a is a, is a big loss, and I think everybody knows that he, he's probably he's good for five or six, five or six maybe even more points a game. So <laughs> that'll be somebody's going to have to step up. But Ryan Kelly's been played more derbies than than enough, so he'll experience a lot. Not weary him, like they um. If you're twisting my arm here, I might go to that one myself. Where were you going to go? I was. I haven't seen. I haven't seen more points since that first game. You see, so I'm just hoping that they're playing better. Stuff. You know, I seen them against Strava that time. Uh, right, so, I would go. I would go watch the Stone. Be on right. Be better game. Be better. Better value. I've seen on right to say that's the problem. Um, I haven't seen him in a more derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working for the terrace board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, up against St John's. Um, as I said, carried off under strength. St John's after a great win tonight. Um, and then you've got Breda against Star Cross. You know, two teams that are that are on the on the way up. So, you know, again, Division Four, so tough to call. Um, but. For me, you know, Breda and I have to start, you know, as favourites. Um, ah, well, I would. I probably potentially depends if Connor Francis is available. We'll make a big one mm-hmm. again. I don't know. I've heard that certain members are getting released for for Friday. Um, yeah. if he plays, it makes Breda a completely different proposition. Um, the way they play, they, they, a lot of running comes from the half back line. But I said, I, I just Dark Cross will never. So the Dark Cross, I think, will win midfield between Oshie McConvey and Big Marty Hardy in middle of the field. I, I think Dark Cross will win midfield battle. Um, and if they do, yeah, I would say probably they've got enough about them till till come away from Belfast. But Belfast is never an easy easy journey for for any team to go to, and especially on a Friday evening. But we'll work on that. So it'll be a good game. But I would probably fancy Dark Cross maybe to get two points there. Um, what do you think about the carried off St John's game? Um, it's that's a big, that's a big game, result like. for St John's tonight. Like I said, yeah. that'll bring them on big time. Um, I I would probably I, I still think carried off will have too much for them. Uh, it's a, it's a big pitch, but it'll it'll be a lot closer than maybe it would have been two or three weeks ago. Or it it, it yeah. does depend who, who's released for who's for released, carried yeah. off because if carried off are missing, like the one boy in the hurling team called up as well. So like, I I would hate to think just to have. Uh, for DJ Sanity, uh, if, if Pally Dally keeps keeps seven six men away from that 
starting starting fifteen, he maybe look over his shoulder. When when do you start worrying then, Ronnie? Like you know, as the league goes on, um, is it the midway point? Is it you know, or do you start looking over your shoulder now? Or Wait, three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends. I think I think everything's different. You know, I mean, you, you look at it. Yeah. I can only talk from our point of view. Um, just we saw like, um, like we, we're under no illusions again. We, we come up last year. We're the only team up from Division Three last year. Um, if you look at it, your three weaker teams went down from Division Two, um, and then all of a sudden you've one team coming up. So automatically they're in, they're in a um a weaker position. Then you've you've lost one team from up to Division One. You've gained yeah. two. So it's it's a really tough league. So. Like we we know probably from the start we're 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 just trying to get ourselves safe, get ourselves to a, a thing where we don't have to worry about relegation. You, you don't want to be going into the last three or four games needing points because that just pressure kicks in, my young fellas. And um, we are a really young team, so but you'll you'll get teams like and then with with four in danger of relegation as well. It, it's always just playing on your mind. But there'll be teams there like your bigger clubs will will not really worry about the league until maybe week 10 or 11 then it starts to take mm-hmm. shape um, but I, I think just from everybody's point of view because there's so many gets relegated this year from all the divisions Faggy, it's it just brings a lot more teams into it yeah you know what I mean so like even the likes are of like Anne Raked and, and Dara Cross and Glenn like they, they would be to be strong next year it'll be your, your top two divisions the top 20 teams in the, in the county mm-hmm. you, you would put them three teams in the top 20 but like if they lost a couple of games, all of a sudden they're looking over their shoulder, and like their Savills come down from Division Division One, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're they're fifth from bottom, and like St John's after tonight's only one point behind them. Yeah, and it's, it's for Savile, you just don't know what what team they're what performance they're going to give. You know, no, like again they they'll be missing like Pat Havern and uh, McCarthy would have been on the the panel there, so. That's the Pat Haven, I think, was putting up serious scores um, mm-hmm. for them this year. So, again, you can't you take that out. You, every club has a talisman, sort of yeah. second and third division. If you take eight or nine points out of your team, it's going to really affect you. Somebody has to stand up. Exactly, yeah. And it's just about if, you know, that that second person can can show the responsibility of, you know, maybe the free kick taker or, or as you say, like, you know, the likes of Breda with Connor Francis, Saw with Pat Haven, Stone Connor Poland. You know, each team's missing these boys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we'll move on to Division Three, Ronnie. And it's just uh, the one standout for me is from Gaff against um, Bally Martin. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a big game. Um, again, they're Gaff just slightly ahead of Bally Martin on points, but again, they played played more as well. Um, but Bally Martin will be looking to bounce back against Anna Clone. Be mm-hmm. under no illusion of that, but from gas going well, um, or after Anaclone, sorry, but from gas going well, and I, I, it's a, it's a difficult place, always has been. But the likes of James Dorn and, and Adrian Dorn will will have known that through the years, and, and Big Pete, as I said before, so they'll know, they'll be going up there under no no illusions that it's going to be an easy game or or a different sort of anything different from what we faced in the past. So I would hope them boys will maybe stand up and, and really get them, but. I said big Mark Whelan there's has missed a missed a couple of games with suspension at the start of the year. He he'll be he'll be massive for for he's a leader of that team. Do you know what I mean? He's full full back. He'll Jim will be looking for him to maybe stop one of them two 
two young fellas um, in, in the forward line. And Mark's as good a full-back as Bally Martin's had in the last 10 years, so he's, he's really come, he's only come five or six years ago, and the boys have took to him really well. Like, so he'll be a big plus to have back now these next few weeks. Do you, do you think there'll be any shocks in this Division 3 this week? I know Jamara plays Shamrocks, Anna Clone against Call, DeConnett against Bosco. Uh, Clannabana yeah. or is it going to all go with you know the Ramar Shamrock one might just be inside it depends how that Ramar team's going do you know what I mean that, the more they start picking up results it's going to give them more confidence and Ramar's not a nice place easy place to go you're going a whole way across county there from, from Shamrock no. to Ramar so like, Shamrock's got a young team too but they're it'll be a big game for them and I call Anna Clone I could see that being a I had a call losing or win. They probably ruled themselves out of automatic promotion. Yeah. Because um, there'll be maybe eight points cut adrift, and that'll take some catch in front of club then. So I got a call. We'll, we'll go up there, and maybe the style of football might suit them a bit, bring them into a real competitive game. And I got a call. We'll go nowhere. If that's a competitive game, they'll they'll be there to the end. Mm-hmm. And who's, who's the, the, the main score for Anacloon now? Is it? Big heavy honours is still, you know, coming from the half four line, and I'm not sure. Now I wasn't, I didn't hear who scored for them, but I, I, I believe that Owen Pires was still doing corner forward at the start of the first couple of games, and, and big mm-hmm. Kevin Anderson. I don't know if he's centre half forward or full forward, but he, he, he's, he's big feet. Like he, he shoots on, on sight. He gets inside the forty yard line. He, he, he put balls over the bar, so he'd be there. And you, you've always got the likes of um, Young Fagan in around there, the forward line as well. So. I have a couple of Thomas Powers as well, would be an Arbroar. He, he just wouldn't add as many scores, but he'd be a hard worker and he would always add one or two. So I would say probably Anna Cloner would be spreading a lot of scores around the team. Yeah, and they're, they're missing Brent McArdle, obviously, this yeah, week as well. He, he was, I think he was even injured before the start, so I think he was picked up. He maybe missed a couple of games for them. Mm-hmm. So it's good they're still winning without you know, experienced there, like. No, absolutely. I said to you, like, I've seen Cian Brannigan at, at that Bally Martin Shamrocks game, so he'll definitely be, I'd say he'll have his work done on, on every team and he, he'll probably be well prepared. Dan Rice in with him as well, so they'll, they'll, be, they'll be well prepared this year. I think, I think they'll take some catching and they'll probably be fancying themselves for a, an intermediate championship run as well. Well, that's great. That's the previews, reviews, um, you know, as I said, thanks a million for coming on board. I just want to ask you a just a few questions. Is there any, um, you know, I know you've watched a lot of games and analyzed a lot of games. Is there any teams that have come up with any new tactics or any new uh, positional changes or anything out there that, that have impressed you this year? Um, nothing, nothing overly. There is a big emphasis. Like, uh, I, would, I would be a big one for sort of just breaking breaking at pace and, and counter-attacking, but mm-hmm. always attacking at pace. Like The, the sort of slow-laboured Sort of build ups has gone a bit, I think, especially from Division Two games. Um, even your more more defensive teams that you maybe had in the past, that, that when they get the ball, they're going going forward with a lot more purpose. Um, mm. so it's not as maybe slowly or build up. It's not how much you know yourself going to watch a match and teams are going across the forty five and back. And yeah. I think that's sort of come out a wee bit. Maybe teams just aren't going as def- ultra defensive, and it's allowing boys to be a bit braver on the ball. Yeah, and that's that's you know. One of the things that has been, you know, in the divisions, is, you know, that whenever they do slow the play down, the quality of the play just isn't as good, and you know, it, it does make for a dire match. Whereas, that if teams are being braver, you know, 
people go away happy, even if they give it a go and, you know, they come up short, you know, at least they have a go. Uh, you watch good game football, you, as you say, you, you come away happy and you think to yourself, even as a player, you'd rather lose a game to, like, trying than, than lose a game sitting back waiting for defeat. I, I would be under that impression anyway. Like, I watched Kilku, mm-hmm. that Kilku burn, Kilku really impressed me. The minute they, they turned that ball over, they were running, do you know what I mean? No matter if it was kicked back to the keeper or somebody was fouled, Nahal Brannigan and them Brannigans were all just bombing forward. And they were just going forward and getting ahead of the ball and just creating havoc in, in teams' defences. And that's what you need. You need you need yeah. honest workers. You need boys that run. But you, you need to have a, an attacking mindset as well, I think. The um, Kukulia are great whenever the cornerback, they'll even stand in the corner forwards position, you know, uh, just to disrupt the shape of a, out of a defence. Absolutely. It just takes your eye. You know what I mean? It's all about yeah. just getting, getting the defender's eyesight. If he sees somebody mm-hmm. behind him, He's got even the corner of his eyes looking at somebody else rather than the man on the ball, and that's the whole idea behind it. Um, it'd be interesting to see now what way it pans out with the you know down against Armagh as well. I know we we're saying there earlier about Paddy Talley and his uh, tactics, and you know, we've been to a few matches, and yeah, you know, we could you could you could sense the, the unrest in the crowd whenever you know that kick out strategy wasn't working, but he kept persisting with it. The uh Reluctance to, to push up. Um, how do you think this match is going to go on Sunday? Um, listen, uh, the downhead on you would you would hope that they're they're going to win. It's going to be a big task. Armagh are, are are improving every year under McGinney. They they haven't had maybe that championship win that they're they've been looking for for the last two or three years, which will be playing on their minds just as much as anybody else's. But like, Newry's not a good place. I, I would love that game to be under lights on, on a Saturday night. I thought you probably would have got a better crowd at it. Um, as well, maybe people he- heading out afterwards. But Sunday, Sunday obviously is championship days. But I think if Down can start well and keep it tight and, and don't ship any goals, I, I can't see Down getting too many goals. Um, so they need to keep it sort of maybe in around 13, 14 points if they can keep Armagh close to that sort of level. Um, Down maybe through freeze and the occasional break at, at pace and Mooney makes a lot of good runs like that and so if maybe Pierce is lucky enough to start or James Guinness or somebody like Darn O'Hagan like, like that can can get on the end of scores maybe challenge Armagh but that was a great game a couple of years ago if you remember in Yeah, um, it was a great game you know, and nobody gave Down a chance that year either so mm-hmm. like Down it's championship football Down will not be going anywhere um, for the first 30 minutes 35 minutes so if they're in it by half time I think they'll maybe stay in it um, whereas Armagh get a lucky score um, Andy Morning missed a, a sitter if you remember two years ago um, Anthony Doherty was cleared off the line well, um, he's still living up Anthony Doherty's you know he still talks about that I tell you what United could have done one this year so, you know, <laughs> I, mean, so I would have lived off it too he, uh, he probably got an Aussie Rules contract out of it <laughs> he got an Aussie Rules yeah but like, again that was a big like, if, if Dan can get no 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 Armagh goals in the first sort of 10-15 minutes and Armagh just maybe get under a bit of pressure as well. It'll be a good game, I hope. I'm looking forward the, to seeing the minor game before it. It's good that the minors are on before it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, all the best to the, the boys. Hopefully, you know, we'll have a, a couple of the ex-down um, players on the show for Thursday because uh, just be interested to see how, you know, first round the championship, their experience and um, their but their experience of playing Armagh as well. So 
Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Listen to that show as well, folks. The other thing is with with the down team running. This this must be the first year now. I don't have a clue what way down's going to line out. You know, before you would always say, um, like Poli centre half forward. You know, uh, full forward Connor Harrison, uh, midfield Peter Turley. Um, you know, this year uh, with positions and the players that are that are called up. You know, I don't know who the first the first fifteen is going to be. Yeah, well, again, you, you can't really go with too much because it depends how the boys went last weekend. Maybe um, somebody might have impressed and, and maybe warranted a start, and how they've been training the last couple of weeks. Uh, probably Paddy Talley's been doing a good job of keeping everything in house. Mm-hmm. Um, Kieran and, and Pierce, you would you would ask them for things, and so on, they wouldn't tell you too much. So he's doing so on, and maybe they just don't like us. Well, maybe that could be it, but <laughs> they'll. Uh, I, I I would I would think that there might be not massive surprises that the way they're going to play you, you sort of know yourself so yes. like, yeah. positions again sort of go out the window a wee bit maybe just the, the front two or three will be maybe regular positions but you would you would expect maybe between Donald Connor Harrison and maybe Pat Havern maybe that to be in the close to the front three but or two of them boys will start in the full forward line. Um, mm-hmm. I would potentially think, but um, maybe Pat might. Yeah, I would say maybe Connor Harson could start just for maybe a bit of experience and maybe bring Pat on. Or there'll always be one shot. There's always one shot with a championship team. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's something form or something, or they've done some right of training. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jerome Johnson too. Jerome didn't start a lot of games. Um, in the league, he brought come on, but he's a, he's a great man to come on for the last 15 20 minutes because he always brings mm-hmm. serious energy. And um, we were obviously at that game in Westmeath that he, he won it with a mm-hmm. free kick near the last couple of minutes yeah. um, on the sideline. So, yeah. and then you've got the likes of Conor McGrady, will probably could, could look to be starting. Um, so it'll be good to see him because I don't think he started a, a county game yet. So that'll be a big, big occasion for him. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we hope that. The county boys, are you buying the ticket then? Is that? Are you I have a season, I have a season ticket, kid. I, I've, I've got one bought. <laughs> Mummy and daddy bought it for Christmas, so that's my Christmas present. <laughs> you can buy mine then. <laughs> should you, you know what? Get sponsored now with this podcast. <laughs> should the eggs should get under uh, media? Uh, media if, you see, if you see you interviewing Paddy Daly at half time, you know what you got a free ticket. <laughs> Ronnie, thanks a million, mate. Um, all the best for Friday night. And I'm sure we'll get you on the show again. Ciao, um, man. Thanks a minute, Figgy. Talk to you soon, mate. Thank you, yeah. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye. And that was this week's show, folks. Load of balls. If you'd like to get in contact with us, find us on Twitter at loadofballs01. Or if you'd like to email us, at loadaballs01 at gmail.com Later on in the week we'll be doing another show with some um, ex-down players previewing the Down Armagh game and Sammy should be back by then hope you're all being well um, if you like uh, what you're hearing folks share the podcast give us a review and thanks very much for listening thank you